the Outline World Dispatch. It's Tuesday, February 6th, 2018. I'm Aaron Edwards. Today we're talking about what we can learn from Black Mirror. There's all sorts of consequences that we hadn't imagined because we were too optimistic, maybe. And do you know that thing when you're walking down a hallway to the bathroom and you see a coworker and you don't really want to say hello, but you don't want to be rude, and then you get all in your head and stuff? Yeah, we're going to talk about that too. But going to the bathroom is really the same for everyone, truly. Let's get right into it. The future. Hello? Hello, Dr. Mays. John Christian here. Hi. Hi. Please call me Patty, by the way. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Who is Patty Mays? So, so Patty Mays is the founder and director of um, the Fluid Interfaces Research Group at the MIT Media Lab. And what is her uh, current project? What is she making her students do right now? So Patty Mays, she has an unusual assignment for her most recent class of grad students. As designers of uh, sort of uh, computer technologies, that anyone who's involved in, in designing new services and new interfaces and so on should really think carefully about what impact the technologies that they develop will have. And so Black Mirror is, of course, the mostly very negative version of how things can go really wrong. And that is to watch all of Black Mirror, which, of course, is this uh, dystopian anthology show about uh, terrible, terrible things that can happen because of, of technology. But how long can happiness realistically last, anyhow? I just tell every student joining my group that they should watch every episode. The reason she's doing this is because she wants to encourage her students to be thoughtful about the unintended consequences and the impacts that their inventions could have on people and society. A lot of them are, of course, engineers. And engineers spend um, many hours in classes learning how to build things. and But they actually don't have many requirements in terms of sort of thinking about what it is they want to build and why they would want to build something and, and again, why whether it's a good thing for people, for society. Is Black Mirror really an accurate sort of thing to look at when you're thinking about building those things? Because the way that I see the show and how it's framed is these are fantasy-level explorations of how technology would affect a world that is pretty contained and isolated. I think you're totally right. I mean, Black Mirror is often like completely ridiculous arguably way too cynical you know in certain cases but i don't think you know they're not treating it as gospel i think it's sort of a jumping off point to start engaging in those conversations during the design process about whether you know a technology could be misused back when sort of the world wide web started and social media and all these things uh, we were very optimistic about what impact all of the, these technologies would have on society. We were thinking that people would become makers and producers and authors and, and would be much more involved in a creative way. And, and I think we've, we've learned a hard lesson sort of over um, whatever number of decades it has been seeing that people, that, that there's all sorts of consequences that we hadn't imagined because we were too optimistic, maybe. 
I will just say outright that Black Mirror like really annoys me. <laughs> I think that it's this really cynical way to think about technology. Like I think sometimes the stories are pretty cool, and if you kind of don't take it uh, too seriously, it's like a fun show to watch. But I think that it really does get at this anxiety that people have about technology right now and where it's headed. And you know, technophobia I think was something that was really you know uncool for a while. But I think we're kind of getting back into this stage where people are really. Uh, worried about the things that are being invented. Like we're seeing these really weird things coming out of out of labs. And I think the show is really kind of hitting a chord with people, obviously. And it's cool to see that, you know, a class is at least examining the anxieties that the show, I think, is is getting at. Yeah, I agree. I think even, you know, even if it's had low points as a show, I kind of like that it's getting all types of people engaged with some of these concerns. I think it's useful for all of the students and anyone involved really in development of new digital services and and systems to look at that and and keep that in mind sort of as uh, something to avoid. John Christian is a contributing writer at The Outline. Thank you so much, John. Thanks for having me on. Culture. All right, so tell me about this uh, scenario that happens three times a day. <clears throat> so whenever I go to the bathroom, I have to get up from my desk and walk over to the door that leads to our office, um, and we make a right turn out of the door into the hallway which is about 15 to 20 feet long. And the bathroom is at the end of the hallway on the left. And often what happens is as I'm coming out of the door, I will see one of my coworkers emerge from the bathroom walking towards me to come back to the office. And there's this moment of hesitation where we consider uh, the moment where we're supposed to say hello to each other. I know what they've done. They know what I'm about to do. This is someone who I see in the office all the time, who I talk to online all day. And yet in this in this fragile moment of distance, we are completely unable of saying hi to each other in a way that is natural and honest. So usually there's a bit of a distant look. Uh, we both have to spend some time pretending like we don't know the others right in front of us. Because if we say, hey, when we're too far apart, then we have to have a conversation about it for the next five seconds. You know, how are you? How's the day going? Uh, It's cold out there. I can't wait for lunch. What do you think about the happy hour? All these things. So we usually wait about five or ten seconds till we get a little closer before we give this little customary nod of, hey, how's it going? Uh, even though we may be close, though we may be friends, we may share intimate details of our lives. But on this walk to and from the bathroom, we are essentially just strangers passing each other in the fog. <laughs> Why is it awkward to have your coworkers experience this uh, private act of you sharing a bathroom space? You know, I've never understood why it's so strange for uh, coworkers to acknowledge going to the bathroom with each other. I think because so much of the space you share with people in an office is 
mediated by these kind of professional boundaries. You know, these are the things we're supposed to talk about. These are the things we're not supposed to talk about. We're going through this moment where the question of how open can we be with each other is being redefined all of the time. And particularly with going to the bathroom, it truly is one of the few things that we all do share. But going to the bathroom is really the same for everyone, truly. Uh, The stuff that comes out of you is the stuff that comes out of the other person. So the fact that it remains a taboo, that other things are easier to talk about, even though we are separated by our differences, is just confusing to me because, if anything, this should make it more honest and more natural. And yet, because of this taboo phobia of uh, gross stuff, it remains off the board. I don't think there's anything else, no? I think that's, that, that got it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Today you heard from John Christian and Jeremy Gordon. Those whistles you've been hearing are from a great story by Sarah Suli about a whistling language in Greece. If you want to read that story along with the others you heard today, head to theoutline.com. We're produced by James T. Green. Hope you have a great Tuesday. I can't. I can't whistle. (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow.